0: Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to cover a report on backstage negativity in AEW. A former
1: Intercontinental Champion signed a new WWE deal. Our WWE looking to make more house show cuts. And Tony Khan explains Ric Flair's AEW contract. I'm Adam Wilborn. I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Kick this one off by uh,
0: talking about AEW. A little report on the backstage Mm. situation over there and some negativity going on in the company Uh, It's from Dave Meltzer. It's from Wrestling Observer Radio. Uh, Let's talk about it. Let's go through this. There's a lot to cover here, Um, but yeah, he's Dave. When he speaks to people backstage in AEW, he's getting negative vibes vibes, a lot of the time. Why is this? Well, there's a bunch of different reasons. One thing that's mentioned is ticket sales, which are down year over year mm-hmm. in most markets the company heads to. Uh, and this week's, this past week's episode of Collision is cited as an example. 2,258 fans. Oh, yeah, they
1: taped that last night, didn't they?
0: Well, this is last week's one. Oh, okay. So the show that had, uh, yeah, last week's Danielson, all of the, Yeah, King's not thing. great. Yeah, not a great crowd uh, by any metric. Um, they also note that Kevin Sullivan's dismissal as vice president of post-production has caused a few bad vibes as well. People are surprised and unhappy about that, contributing to the feeling that AEW is changing, which has been mentioned several times in several different reports. Former WWE executive Michael Mansuri made the call to let Sullivan go, and there's a sentiment in AEW, apparently, that AEW brought this guy in from WWE and gave him the ability to get rid of Sullivan which fueled some existing WWE-related tensions in the company. Ah. Within AEW, there's a feeling of ex-WWE people coming in and taking spots from people who've been there since day one. So it begins. Apparently, uh, Meltzer likened the situation, actually, to the Outsider storyline versus AEW Originals, which was on TV, but apparently it's now a real backstage thing as well and um, now there's even more stuff here AW's large talent rosters created a shortage of TV time availability which has caused some problems as well Brian Alvarez went hey are you talking about Britt Baker here because she's tweeted about not getting live promo time Dave said "Not specifically not her but like she would fit that category yes yeah yeah uh, and he continued as well talking about like AEW's economic future being a bit worrisome when you look at ticket sales and, and like TV ratings on Fridays and Saturdays uh, he noted that currently the only shows that have strong advances ticket wise are World's End and Bloody Wembley
1: yeah, of next year <laughs> uh,
0: of course so uh, the rest of AEW shows are struggling to sell tickets in advance, which has contributed to the bad vibes and stuff. Uh, look... Uh, e- I mean, most of this is like objectively true. Like the the stuff about the ticket sales. If you look year over year, if you go on WrestleTicks, yeah, it's right there. Um, they're obviously struggling to shift tickets. Um, Dynamite's TV ratings are generally good, but Collision, you know, sometimes that goes head to head with a WWE pay per view and it dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, WWE crushes it um, as it should. It's a pay per view. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a. It, it, I, I'm inclined to believe most of this. It, it
1: sounds logical. It's funny. I was told uh, AEW's backstage issues would be fixed when they got rid of the bunker. But, uh, <laughs> no, look, I understand this. Like, there's a there's a general malaise with regards to AEW. Jeff Hardy yesterday was talking about feeling like a ghost. Man. Matt Hardy
0: at the weekend was like, I'm frustrated. You, yeah. can,
1: you just pick up. Sometimes it's pick a wrestler in AEW, check their like tweets and they're probably not best pleased. Because like you say, they could create a whole nother AEW show yeah. with all the talent they aren't using on Dynamite Collision or Ring of Honor. They shouldn't do that by the way, Tony, but they could in theory. And yeah, it's one of those, it was the, the land of sunshine and rainbows, it was the alternative. And then, you know, things change, mm-hmm. You they've, they've, they've signed deals for stuff and they, it, it's a business still at the end of the day. Um, with all the best intentions, <sighs> I don't, I don't know what you do to fix this. It's, it's. We saw, you know, last year or a couple of years ago with uh, problems backstage within WWE. This is not something that you just go been fixed overnight, guys. Yeah, the, the AEW unfortunately, well, actually, fortunately, uh, doesn't have a
0: creep billionaire owner. Yeah. Like, like with a history of uh, really bad stuff. Um, yeah. No. Like the whole thing's weird. Like. Collision last week is a good example of the dichotomy here because that was an excellent episode oh, of really? TV yeah. that only 2,000 people wanted to go and watch live. So, it, it you know, that it's just not a hot product. Objectively, it's not a hot product. Even if you enjoy the weekly product, which I do, like, it, it's not generating buzz and all of this stuff. You know what I would do? First thing, legitimately, anyone who doesn't want to be there, off you go. Yeah. Like, if, you're, if you don't want to be working there and you'd rather be somewhere else, if I'm the boss, I don't think there's much to benefit from keeping them around. I understand the concept of letting people walk to the other company and all of this, but if they're causing problems backstage and you've got people who legitimately don't want to be there, you're not gonna turn that frown upside down. Let them go. Just say, hey, would you like your release? Okay. Good, because then it's not like you're not swinging the axe. No, you're, you're not just... fire. We're not saying firing. Yeah, you're not firing people. You're giving people who want to leave the option to do that, which they should always have the opportunity to do so. If wrestling is going to classify... The people who perform it as independent contractors, it cannot hold them to the terms of employees. They should have that freedom. Yeah. And if there's uh, poisonous backstage presences in this company, whoever they may be, they should be allowed to leave, in my opinion. But mm. let us know what you think down below. Yeah, how would you fix backstage yeah. morale? I'm sure we're going to get called grifters or whatever because we're aggregating a, a negative story about <laughs> something. But like, how would you... Kind of turn this around. Yeah, tell
1: you what I'd do: yeah. bring Ken Shamrock in, which is exactly <laughs> what WWE appears to have done. At least they've signed him to a new WWE <laughs> deal, uh, potentially a Legends contract. Uh, you may have seen a lot of new merch for Ken Shamrock on WWE Shop. Mike Johnson of PW Insider reporting all this. Uh, no word on whether or not, obviously, WWE's new parent company Endeavor and Shamrock sparked a new relationship, but some form of agreement clearly has to have been made. I love me some Ken Shamrock. Okay. I hope we see him back in the ring, to be honest. But yes. I don't think that's going to happen. Ken Shamrock kicks ass. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's, it's weird. It was like it was so strange. Like there's like 15 t-shirts for Ken Shamrock suddenly
1: on WWE shop. You're like what the hell? I want him to come out and cut that Tito Ortiz. I'm going to beat you into the living death. <laughs> promo. <laughs> someone has to kick a chair in the air.
0: God damn it, Ken. Uh, Ken was like on TV as recently as uh, wrestling, as recently as like early 2022 yes. or 2021 for Impact. So,
1: hey, why not? Why not get that Lions Den fired up, brother? I seem to remember a few years ago we had the opportunity to interview Ken Shamrock at like a WrestleCon, and I was very much like. You take it, Miller. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really scared of that
0: dude. The book is really good. The book that uh, the uh, Mr. Snowden wrote the other year. Ah, like, strong recommendation. The Shamrock biography. Uh, I've not read that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, one of the best wrestling it's books a I think really I've ever read. Really intriguing character, isn't it's it? A completely insane life story. <laughs> yeah, like, absurd. The UFC stuff, the pancreas stuff, yeah. like. Oh my God! The Shamrock
1: what? family. Let's not forget in, in MMA. There's as well. So many Shamrocks, man. Yeah, I, like yeah, Frank. Uh, That's wild, God. Yeah, I'm going to read that. I'm going to yeah. ask for that for Christmas. Ryan, of course, who was a
0: legitimate Shamrock. Yes. Uh, <laughs> There's all kinds of silliness uh, involved there. So
1: yeah, check that book out if you if you uh, read. But nice that, <laughs> nice, that <they've, laughs> nice that they've got uh, a relationship. And yeah, go and get yourself some Ken Shamrock merch for Christmas. Hell yeah! I
0: want like the world's most dangerous man. Oh across a hoodie or something. Such a badass. Crazy. Let's uh, talk, uh, what, what am I doing now? Uh, <laughs> house shows. <laughs> From Gensham Rocks to house shows. House shows. He's going to be working house shows. No. Yes. Uh, there might be some more cuts coming to house shows. Now, uh, I'll, I'll go over the stuff here uh, before diving into some more other things. What a terrible sentence. I will go over the stuff here before diving into some more other things. Dave Meltzer wrote that one for you. Uh, I've been on YouTube for like six years. What the hell? Uh, right. up. Rewind, cancel it. Uh, this is coming from uh, WrestleNomics. Yes. Uh, <laughs> aggregating some stuff. Uh, that was said by TKO, which is the new co that merged WWE and UFC. TKO COO Mark Shapiro, who was speaking... A lot of O's in there. Ah, There is a lot of O's. Who was speaking at a UBS media conference earlier this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right, and there's a lot of corporate speaking in this, but we're going to break it down for you. Well, there's a reason to have them because it's good for the brand, House Shows. Uh, We're building an audience, we're putting them in C and D counties, so we're really stretching the brand, and we're amassing a great array of eyeballs from all demos, so it's good for our long-term growth. Here's my favorite sentence in this. Through a margin perspective, they are dilutive. (laughs) I hate business speak, man. Corporate speak, man. It's wild. So there's Ugh. a probability, uh, probably an opportunity as we go forward, as we go through our efficiencies and our synergy opportunities to cut back on some Ugh. of those non-televised events uh, while we push our margin up so we're going through that exercise now. Basically, when he says it's dilutive, disin- d- d- flip, whatever that nonsense he came out of his mouth was, it, it loses money, yes. is what he's trying to say. Or, it, it, you know, they put on these things and it doesn't add anything no. to the bottom line. So this continues the trend of recent years in uh, like 2018, 19 and the beginning of 2020, actually running house shows came at a loss for WWE, Mm -hmm. so it was kind of pointless doing them from an economic perspective. They were like,
1: oh, thank goodness for the pandemic. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) well, it's (laughs)
0: What the one thing. It's like, okay, we can... I'd never
1: realised this until people pointed out. Yeah, when they were like, they've saved loads of money because they don't have to do house shows. I was like, what?
0: That's how they became like record-breakingly rich, that and the the TV deals. It was like, we don't have to go on the road anymore. Um, Nowadays, they do roughly half the amount of house shows they used to. They only usually do them on the weekends... The, they've got special names. I can't remember them. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Saturday Slam or yeah. something like that. Sunday Smokehouse, I don't <laughs> know. Uh, But they've cut way back. It sounds like they might consider doing that again. Uh, it's a bit of a bummer if you're in these markets and you enjoy going yeah. to the shows and it comes at a time when TV tapings and pay-per-views, ticket sales are through the freaking roof, mm. uh, which is ironic for us to say in this building. am talking about roofs. <laughs> um, but yeah, there you go. That's the, that's the word.
1: Yeah, it's one of those I'm conflicted on this because of the exact reason. Like you say, a mate of mine... Uh, randomly text me saying that he lives in Nottingham, shout Sparky, and he said, oh, I'm going to a WWE show tonight, and they had, like, EO Sky and people like that there. And I love that. I love the occasion of just like, oh, WWE's in town. It's not SmackDown, it's not a Raw, it's not an NXT. It's just a show. It's just quite fun. You can go with your mates, you can go with your family, that sort of thing. And especially, like you say, in those areas that aren't necessarily visited regularly, especially in the States, uh, by WWE. But on the other hand... If it's if it's losing the money, then obviously it makes sense financially to cut back. I don't need all that blue sky EOD <laughs> it's bollocks uh, diluting it. the synergies. Yeah, we can just circle back to that and uh, you know really uh, oh God. <laughs> what a place it on the horizontal on. vertical between oh, the bar and the Garble Booble. And I also think that uh, yeah, wrestlers have enough time but enough of a bad time bumping all over the place on a regular weekly schedule that i I, when it was like yeah they work six days a week and get one day at home with their family and they're all really banged up i don't necessarily i'm gonna think i'm gonna argue for more of that sort of thing yeah
0: there you go every aspect of the argument covered planning for your next trip
1: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now we all carry around different stresses. They can be. a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get ten percent off your first month. That's better help h dot com slash whatculture. Mm. Boom. Speaking of arguments, Rick Flair in yeah. AEW. Uh Tony Khan has sort of gone into the intricacies of his deal, uh, especially surrounding the whole woo energy thing. Um, basically saying that actually he's effectively paying AEW, or someone is, for Ric Flair to appear uh on AEW television. He spoke with the New York Post Joseph. Straszewski. Thank you. Um, he said, we're not paying Ric Flair. Ric Flair is essentially paying us. We're getting paid by Wu Energy for all of his appearances. So we're collecting revenue from them. With his talent contract, yes, obviously, an AW source said this is a separate deal and Flair is compensated for that work. But effectively what they're saying is, whatever we're paying Rick, it's far superseded by the money that they yeah. make from Woo Energy, which is obviously what you see yeah. on like either side of the entranceway. I don't think it necessarily justifies having Ric Flair there, to be perfectly honest, nah, but I, I, so. I know that's a divisive uh, opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, to me, sounds kind of like, well, I'm not paying him, sir. Although they kind of are, it's just the amount that they're bringing in from this sponsorship is more than the than the thing. Um, they don't need this money. No, they. they well, maybe they do, who well, knows?
1: Nobody knows how I much... if you want to make, yeah, if you want to keep it a legitimate business, keeping it... But they've, done, above they've the got water. ridiculous amounts of money. They're billionaires. Um, yeah, so uh, who knows? No one knows how much profit or loss
0: Aw, We know they make a lot of revenue, but who the heck knows how, if they're even profitable? Mm. Nobody knows. It's when you see people online going, they're making a loss. It's like, you don't know no, that. But you don't know anything. But you also don't know it because they're not publicly traded. No. So people have opinions on things they know nothing about, uh, which is quite ironic, us do, saying that. (laughs) Uh, But no, like, the Ric Flair thing, um, I think that uh, the conversations are extremely valid, they're being had. I think the only real you know people have uh, there've been reports like oh they want to get the ratings up and stuff and it's like I don't really think that Ric Flair's adding to ratings in 2023 and the things he's been accused of are uh, disgusting and repulsive and, and a, of course and then he's still doing promos like he did on Rampage yeah which was fortunately they had the foresight to cut yeah. that and stuff but um, yeah I, it's going to be an ongoing thing like I and then he takes that little strop like last week when he's going, well, if you don't want me here, I'll just quit. And then which seemed to me to just be like, hey, praise
1: me other wrestlers. I'm Ric Flair. You can simultaneously be a legend of the business and also not necessarily yeah. needed into all one I mean, 2023.
0: Straight up, I think Ric Flair is the greatest professional wrestler of all time. I also don't think he should be in AEW uh, given the weight
1: of uh, the allegations made against him. Yeah, the question is, I think, would we be as bothered if if Tony Khan hadn't been there going, oh, Vince has done all this stuff and then immediately did it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But I, the question is, okay, well, all right, another controversial wrestler comes out with a new energy bar that yeah. offers to sponsor the show do they get signed as well because well yeah this is it
0: there's a sting aspect isn't there it's like he's his mate and all yeah I get that yeah it's like- it was quite fun. Like, I love Sting, but it was so funny when he was doing that retirement promo where he was listing all his cancelled mates. <laughs> like like Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. It's like, Stinger, no, brother. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's that aspect to consider as well. Yeah. But I, for me, it's outweighed. Mm. It is outweighed.
1: Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At What Culture WWE? of course, you want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Jake King, who says, if you could bring anybody back at the Rumble for a Mania run, who would you bring back and who do they feud with? Personally, I'd bring back the person with the best styles clash in the business, Michelle McCool and have a feud with Rhea Ripley. Mm, so
0: you know we're all about we're all about uh, taking real life heat and making it into a storyline, right? And there's one guy who's really good at that, and he just happens to be back in AEW. You want to keep his nose clean, you want to keep him out of trouble, you want to put him in programs where he's not going to have backstage flare ups, and that means that the only option for CM Punk at WrestleMania is right back. <laughs> He's right back. I'm coming out of retirement. Let's find out who really is dumb as F. Yeah. And and settle it once and for all. I'm sure they won't bicker backstage. I'm sure there'll be no problems whatsoever. It'd be great.
1: I'd have at the Royal Rumble, uh, Gunther defeats I don't know, Chad Gable. Sorry, Chad, I actually do want him to def- dethrone Gunther. But de- defeats him and says at the show, there's no one left. I've beaten everybody and guess who comes out in the Rumble? Ken Shamrock! <laughs> the real greatest Intercontinental. And then oh my God, Ken Shamrock, versus Gunther. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Five minutes in the lines then
0: because Ken's 59. <laughs>
1: Oh, you, get the, you get DC, can't they, to do their refereeing yeah. again?
0: Forget the result. What were you doing here? DC had a great time. He, <laughs> he had a he, great time. Yeah, I love didn't he? DC. He's yeah. a lovely man. But that—that that was some performance.
1: Uh, Alabama Slim, speaking of the Rumble, actually, Alabama Slim said Dakota Kai said an interview a few months back that she could be cleared in January. Could she Ooh. possibly come back at the Rumble and attack Bailey, furthering Bailey's face turn? Uh, I think she might be aligned with Bailey. Uh, mm. I- I- if you
0: are. Heading down the route of Bailey getting kicked out of damage control, you probably need someone to even the odds a little bit, right? Because otherwise, it's just Bailey getting the crap kicked out of her by three people. Yeah. Uh, so, you probably want an equalizer. I would probably keep Dakota Babyface, um, but she has done some great turns in the past, so.
1: I think, Possibly. by the way, I think the uh, the attack on Bailey's coming. Sorry, before the Royal yeah, Rumble, I think so too. I think they might keep uh, Dakota with damage control just as the mouthpiece, regardless of. I'd love to see it back in the ring anytime soon, but um, it makes sense, obviously, with with uh, the, the stars you've got as part of that group to have Dakota there cutting promos for him. I think, yeah, Bailey's going to get taken out probably before the end of the year. I think she's gonna come back at the Rumble and then we're gonna get the Bailey buddies back at WrestleMania. Please. You reckon she's gonna <coughs> roll into the Rumble? I think she's gonna. Hey, eh? Hang on. We're gonna see this at WrestleMania. Where's the f- switch? Get yep. rolled, bitch. <laughs> Where is the switch? Uh, I don't, oh, I don't what have you. Oh, batteries are out you, now. You, <laughs> you, oh, cheesy peeps.
0: I hope that. I hope they can hear how pathetic that sounds. Oh, uh, the base is the wrong way around. There you can go. Now roll everybody. the mic?
1: For me. Oh, we've got one more question, I just oh, realised. Sugar, I thought we were ending the video, okay. Okay, final oh. question. Oh, the battery's falling out. Jason says, hello, best journalist, Adam Wilborn. The only journalist. Uh, and the bald one, Andy Murray. Rude. Everything about the devil's character in AEW reminds me of... Yeah. Uh, Thanks. lights go out uh, men in skin tight suits and interfering with production would Mustafa Ali make sense to be the devil? he could also be the hacker Ooh. if you want to yeah because they have to hack in as well don't they? who's it that
0: tweeted uh, during, the late, during the devil angle was it Corey Graves the devil angle was going on on Dynamite last week and Corey Graves treated retribution question mark? <laughs> um, I think that is a cursed
1: comparison my friend and uh, I would not do that
0: per- personally
1: personally mm. yeah I, I I love Mustafa Ali, but I keep him as far away as possible from this sort of thing. Just bring him in as a mint wrestler. I, I will say, I am, and we're talking about it later on the Dynamite Preview podcast, What Coach Wrestling, wherever you get your from. I am fascinated by this match tonight. You are fighting two masked men who clearly work with and know who the devil is. Why don't you just unmask them as the soon as the match starts?
0: This is it. This is it. Like, it's kind of a farce if MJF and Joe just don't go, like, straight away, right? Like, me and Half-Light were talking this morning. You imagine the absurdity if the bell rings and... <laughs> pardon me Freak, freaking devil number
1: one slaps on the head yeah. up,
0: sends him to the ropes back he comes a little shoulder block like you
1: can't do that <sighs> god I just rip the mask off and have it be truth magnum and turbo floyd because I book them in everything for yeah me. they're the best they're the best and you'd never you'd to never get the, the, the answers out of them
0: <laughs>
1: sports class I love them so much if you're anything like me you I know I am
0: god I love the outrage. tweet that tweet that tweet, Turbo Floyd did when he went. Oh, I was feeling under the weather, so I went to the. I went to the hospital, and the nurse diagnosed me with a case of OCD. One cool dude, <laughs> and then and then Truth Magnum showed up. I was like, oh my god, it's the first ever case
1: of two cool dudes. Uh, the Outrunners rule, and uh, yeah, more on the devil tonight on Dynamite. Check this one out. Bye. Bye. Peace. <laughs>
0: Luxury quality within reach, go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk?